0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Not So Grateful Dad podcast. This is your host, Grayson Decker, back at it again on a lovely Sunday afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you're listening to this. It's a Sunday somewhere, but yeah. Um, I really don't think that I have any announcements to tell you guys. Nothing super exciting is happening. It's still October, still the best month of the year slowly but surely getting closer to Halloween thank God so excited I don't know what I'm going to be though so any suggestions for Creighton and I that would be very appreciated because I have no idea what we're going to wear and we're having a Halloween party so need to get that figured out soon but uh yeah I don't know nothing else let's get into the case you guys Kelsey Barrett was born on September 15th, 1989. She grew up in Washington State on a farm and she absolutely loved the farm life and everything that she got to do out there. She was a country girl through and through. Kelsey was known as a wonderful, kind soul. She was a beautiful 29-year-old living her life as an amazing mother, flight instructor, and a pilot from a very early age, Kelsey was obsessed with flying and all things aviation. And because of this, once she got out of high school, she began studying aviation in Washington State. She was described as a great friend to rely on, and she was also very intelligent. In her aviation studies, like we just talked about, Kelsey excelled in all of her various programs that she took. Even well-trained Air Force personnel struggled taking these exams, but Kelsey was just naturally very good at them. Eventually, Kelsey moved to Colorado in 2016, and in 2017, she had her daughter Kaylee, and she absolutely adored being a mother, and even described Kaylee as her inspiration. In 2016, Kelsey, while she was still living in Washington State, met Patrick Frazee through a dating website. Their relationship began as a long-distance one, Patrick had been living in Florissant, Colorado, and he was living on a 35-acre ranch, which it is a beautiful place. I can attest to that. Creighton and I actually went there for our honeymoon, so that was super fun. Patrick was described as a quiet rancher. He was pretty laid back, and he stayed to himself. Kelsey Barrett eventually moved to Colorado from her farm in Washington, to be with Patrick. The two of them did not live together at the time, but they were in much closer proximity to one another. And around this time as well, Kelsey was pregnant with her daughter and her and Patrick got engaged. Kaylee was born in October of 2017 and Patrick and her like still did not live together at the time. They did, however, share parenting duties for Kaylee. Kelsey's friend described her emotional state at this point as being slightly strained. She seemed stressed out and just not the happiest person. And Kelsey also confided in her friends about ideas that Patrick may have had another female in his life. An ex-girlfriend who wanted to be with Patrick, but Kelsey did not really seem too worried about it at the time because of the distance between Patrick and the ex-girlfriend and she just seemed confident in her relationship. Thanksgiving day of 2018 was the last time that Kelsey Barrett was seen. She was seen at a Safeway with her daughter Kaylee buying sweet potatoes. When Patrick is questioned after she goes missing, he states that the day before she went missing, Kelsey stated that she no longer wanted to be in a relationship with him and that they needed to go their separate ways. Patrick states that Kelsey dropped Kaylee off and then he returned Kelsey's belongings to her. Her purse, keys to the car, keys to her townhome, and her gun. Patrick also stated at this time that he actually had her gun because he took it for her own personal protection. He goes on to say that Kelsey struggled with depression, basically stating that she was, trigger warning, suicidal. But All of Kelsey's friends say that this is not an accurate depiction of who Kelsey was at the time at all. Authorities did a search of Kelsey's townhome and found nothing of interest and nothing really pointed to any signs of foul play, so this investigation was initially looked at as a missing persons case. But when Kelsey's mother and brother go to look and check out the townhome, she begins to notice some super odd things. Kelsey had a shower mat that was missing, and the refrigerator looked as though it had been cleaned because there were these sort of streaks left behind. Later, her brother actually notices that there is blood on the base of the toilet in the bathroom. And this is obviously when they're like, okay, something is obviously wrong. Cheryl, Kelsey's mother, told investigators what she had found and that she was super worried. Investigators then go back to do a thorough investigation of the home, using chemicals to reveal more blood that may have been cleaned up. Investigators found that there were trace amounts of blood all throughout Kelsey's bathroom. The samples of blood were DNA tested and they did in fact come back positively as Kelsey Barreth's blood. Investigators did start to believe at this point that foul play was definitely involved and that Kelsey may have sadly been murdered, but they had no Kelsey and just a few samples of her blood. They needed more evidence. This case then would be viewed as a homicide case and they needed the answers and they also needed Kelsey. (music) The investigation continues by authorities looking into Kelsey's cell phone records, back on Thanksgiving day of 2018, November 22nd. As we discussed previously, Kelsey had last been seen at a Safeway and this Safeway is located in Woodland Park, Colorado. She is seen on security camera footage entering the store, putting Kaylee's carrier into the cart. And once she leaves, she had bought sweet potatoes and other ingredients for a sweet potato casserole for her family. Though, this is pretty contradictory with Patrick's story. If you remember from earlier how we discussed Patrick's side of things and how he stated that the two of them had essentially broken up, well, it doesn't make much sense to me that she would be making him a casserole if they were broken up. To push this even further, Kelsey's cell phone records revealed a text that she had sent to Patrick after picking up these ingredients from the store. I bought some sweet potatoes in case you wanted sweet potato casserole. Seems a little suspicious to me, but I digress. According to Cheryl, Kelsey's mother, she stated that on the morning of Thanksgiving, Kelsey seemed completely fine. There was nothing out of the ordinary and Kelsey had not mentioned a breakup. She seemed happy. Patrick stated that he had not seen Kelsey since Thanksgiving when she dropped off Kaylee. There was, however, security camera footage from a neighbor of Kelsey's. This footage shows Kelsey, Kaylee, and Patrick all walking into her home after she had been done at Safeway. This footage was captured around 1.30 to 1.45 that afternoon of November 22nd. Later, at about 3.30 that same day, so still November 22nd, Thanksgiving, this security camera catches Patrick alone at Kelsey's door. It is unclear, however, if he is coming or going in this photo. Authorities believe that this was most likely when Patrick Frazee took the life of Kelsey Barrett. Now we're going to talk about Patrick's side of things. That man, lovely, can't wait. Patrick stated that after Kelsey dropped Kaylee off, he drove Kaylee to his ranch in Florissant, Colorado for Thanksgiving dinner. He also states that Kelsey was not with him at the time of this Thanksgiving dinner. When authorities looked into Kelsey's phone records, however, they uncovered a different story. Her cell phone had in fact been pinging along the same route as Patrick's as if she was in the vehicle with him and Kaylee but he claims that she was not so why why was her phone with you but not her that doesn't make sense Because of this, investigators believed that Patrick had taken her phone with him in an attempt to cover his tracks. Not only did they think the location pings were false, but they also believed that Patrick had falsified 19 outgoing and ingoing calls and text messages in between the two phones, Patrick and Kelsey's phone. And this all happened over Thanksgiving weekend. One of these text messages, supposedly sent by Kelsey over Thanksgiving weekend, stated, I'm going running, I'll call you guys when I get home, to which Patrick said, okay, be safe. Two days after Kelsey was last seen, so November 24th, 2017, authorities believed that Patrick had come up with this text conversation between him and Kelsey. Patrick, are you awake? Kelsey, sorry, I didn't hear my phone. Going to jump in the shower. I'll call you guys when I get out. Patrick. Okay. Then, because Patrick had come up with this narrative that Kelsey said she wanted to end things the day before Thanksgiving, they believe that Patrick sent one more message to Kelsey's phone. And it read, if this is truly what you want, I'll respect your wishes and give you space. Just interesting how lovely it all works out for him in that moment like oh she dumped me and look at those text messages that i probably most likely sent from her phone but whatever anyways sunday three days after kelsey was last seen on thanksgiving day cell phone records show that while patrick's phone stayed at his ranch in florissant kelsey's phone was heading out of colorado And at this point as well, the record showed that Kelsey had supposedly texted her supervisor stating she would not be going into work. And then she also sent a text to Patrick stating, do you even love me? This do you even love me text was found to have been sent from a tower near Gooding, Idaho, nearly 800 miles away on November 25th. So what is going on here? We have no idea where Kelsey is at, but her phone is somehow in Idaho, 800 miles away. How did it end up there? So we left off with Kelsey's phone in Idaho. She is nowhere to be found in Colorado. What is going on? Authorities continue their investigation by looking further into Patrick Frazee's cell phone records. Investigators discover that Patrick had been in contact with an ex-girlfriend of his, Crystal Lee. He had made multiple phone calls to her around the time that Kelsey went missing. And Patrick had actually known Kelsey for over a decade. She was known as a horse-loving country girl. And in 2008, Crystal was even the queen of the Magic Valley Rodeo in Idaho. Very interesting. Interesting in Idaho? Hmm. Initially, investigators had the belief that Crystal Lee had been the one to drive to Idaho with Kelsey's phone, seeing as she most likely knows the area well. But from the jump, when she was asked about Kelsey and Patrick, she denies knowing either one of them. Investigators then asked her when the last time she spoke to Patrick was, and basically, Crystal states that she doesn't know and she would have to look at her phone and then she's like, oh, it was probably in the last month. Girl, you literally just said you didn't know him, but I digress. Whatever. It's just that's so stupid. She then goes on to say that the, re- the only relationship that she has ever had with Patrick is basically that of a business relationship. She said that she was interested in some of his horses, but that was it lies upon lies upon lies with this case. Crystal and Patrick had actually met just after high school and it is discovered that their relationship had sparked back up just eight months prior to the disappearance of Kelsey. Crystal had just recently gotten a divorce and the two of them had been having a sort of affair. About a month before Kelsey actually disappears, Crystal had confided in a friend of hers, stating that Patrick had asked her to take care of his baby mama for him. She goes on to tell her friend that he had asked her to kill the mother of his baby. Crystal was apparently bawling during this conversation, extremely distraught and scared. Patrick had told her that he wanted her to do this because Kelsey supposedly wanted to take him back to court so she could get sole custody of Kaylee. He also said that he was worried that Kelsey would harm Kaylee, which obviously there was just no evidence of this. Kelsey loved being a mother and loved Kaylee with every fiber of her being. So that statement just does not make sense. About a month after Kelsey had gone missing, Michelle, Crystal's friend, takes this information to the FBI. And shortly after this, the FBI questions Crystal Lee again. And this time, she shares a different story. Crystal, however, did not want to just tell her side of the story and just be done with it. Crystal wanted a deal. In exchange for her testimony, Crystal agreed to plead guilty to evidence tampering. Crystal stated that she was the one to get rid of the gun and that she also threw Kelsey's keys into a canyon in Idaho. She also destroyed her phone. Crystal also states that Patrick had tried to get her to kill Kelsey on three different occasions. The first time he tried to get her to do this, he told her to get a caramel macchiato from Starbucks, which was Kelsey's favorite drink. He then wanted her to put poison in this drink. Two months before Kelsey actually went missing, Crystal drove from Idaho to Colorado. This is 12 hours, might I add. And she picked up a caramel macchiato and then she told investigators what she recommended to Patrick as a poison. She was a nurse, so she told him that she could use a lethal dose of Ambien and Valium and this would kill Kelsey. Crystal supposedly puts this lethal dose in the coffee and she drives to Kelsey's townhome. She knocks on the door and Crystal goes on to tell Kelsey that she is new to the neighborhood and that she overheard that Kelsey was the one that helped rile Crystal's dogs back so that they wouldn't get hit, et cetera, just keeping them safe. But obviously this is a made up story and she states basically that she must have the wrong person because that definitely was not Kelsey that did that. Supposedly Kelsey does in fact take this coffee, but it is unclear what happened to the coffee after that. Crystal does end this with stating that she couldn't poison the coffee. She just could not do that to someone and it just, It wasn't going to work, so she just gave her the regular caramel macchiato. But this obviously made Patrick angry. Patrick Frazee then comes up with a different line of action. Patrick tells Crystal that he has this metal pipe and that he's going to leave this metal pipe outside of his home for Crystal to come and pick up. He wanted Crystal to then take this pipe with her to Kelsey's townhome wait for her outside of her door, and hit her on the back of the head with it when she comes outside. Which, dude, that's fucking crazy why I just can't understand at this point. Like, why was Crystal not just going to the police to begin with? This man is asking you to completely murder his fiance. Like, that's just fucking ridiculous. Crazy ass motherfucker. Crystal tells investigators that she did get the pipe and she drove to Kelsey's town home, but she did not actually carry out this heinous attack and she left. She drove back home to Idaho. Again, this angered Patrick, so he gave her one more plan to murder his fiance. This time he wanted Crystal to use an aluminum baseball bat. She obviously does not carry out this plan either and he just gets even more pissed off. Phone records show that Patrick had called Crystal on Thanksgiving Day around 4.30 that afternoon. And you know what he said to her, according to Crystal? Quote, you need to get out here now. You got a mess to clean up. Crystal tells Patrick that she can't come to Colorado that day, but she would a few days later. She goes on to say that she loads up her vehicle in Idaho with tons of cleaning supplies and bleach. Along with the cleaning supplies, she brings trash bags, rubber gloves, and hair nuts. So that is a very incriminating list of supplies, if you ask me. After she loads up this crazy number of supplies, she heads to Colorado. This is just two days after Thanksgiving. She arrives at Patrick's Ranch, where he had left a set of keys to Kelsey's townhome out for her. She takes the keys and drives to the townhome. Crystal states that this crime scene in Kelsey's house is horrific. There is blood everywhere. Kelsey's body, however, was not inside. Crystal spends about three to four hours cleaning up the crime scene, putting things beyond repair in trash bags, and she throws all of these out later. Crystal also goes on to say that Patrick had told her that when she was cleaning... She needed to keep an eye out for a tooth, which Crystal found, and she put it into a trash bag and threw it away with the rest of the things. Crystal states that she had intentionally left some blood for investigators to find. After the cleanup, Crystal tells investigators that Patrick told her the story of what he did to Kelsey. Patrick states that he had first had Kelsey play a guessing game with scented candles, He had them lined up in front of her and he used a t-shirt as a blindfold. He was apparently trying to get her to guess the sense of each. While she was playing this game and Kaylee was in her bedroom asleep, Patrick began hitting Kelsey with a baseball bat. He then went on to tell Crystal that after he had killed her, he put her body in a large black plastic tote. And there was also security camera footage from an ATM showing Patrick on Thanksgiving Day driving through to withdraw cash. But you know what else you can see in the security footage? His truck bed. And in his truck bed, there is a black plastic tote. Investigators actually take Crystal to Patrick's ranch, and she describes how she and Patrick drove to the ranch together and she watched him burn the black tote. She states that he took gasoline and poured it into the tote and set it on fire. And she also admits that she herself gathered wood to add to this fire. On December 21st, 2018, Patrick Frazee was arrested and charged with the murder of Kelsey Barreth. Kaylee, Kelsey's daughter, was taken into protect- protective custody, Sorry, and then eventually she was given to Kelsey's parents. During the trial, the prosecution described Patrick Frazee to the jury. He was a charming man, he was manipulative, and also very controlling. They bring to light the idea that these traits are very common in sociopaths. The defense basically describes how there is no body, no murder weapon, and no motive. And on day four of the trial, the prosecution brings Crystal Lee up to testify against Patrick Frazee. For two days, they question Crystal and get her side of things, showing all of the photos and videos along the way. Prosecution showed a video of Crystal Lee walking through the townhome of Kelsey Barrett, describing the scene she saw when she walked in. She goes on to describe how she cleaned the crime in detail. So she's talking about the dishwasher, the refrigerator, the stove... The walls, the stairs, the living room, the couches, the chairs, all the stuff. She's describing it in grave detail. Investigators also pulled up the hardwood flooring in her townhome and it revealed to them more blood evidence that was identified as Kelsey Barrett's. Prosecution also showed a video of the hay barn where Crystal stated that Patrick had hid Kelsey's body in the black tote before burning her remains. It also shows a cadaver dog alerting to a certain part of this barn. Gas station footage showed Patrick getting a gasoline tank full to take and burn the body. Not only just the body, but Crystal also states that they burned some of Kaylee's toys and a bloodstained Bible that belonged to Kelsey. There was part of a female human tooth that was found on the property of Patrick's not far from the burn site but they could not get enough DNA out of it to determine if it was, in fact, Kelsey's tooth. At the end of Crystal's testimony, she exclaims to the jury that Kelsey's last words were, please stop, which just absolutely broke my heart to read. Patrick did, in fact, not stop this attack, but continued to brutally beat her with a bat continuously. Crystal, when asked why she would help Patrick, stated that she was actually scared for her own life and the lives of her children. To end the trial, there was one more witness for the prosecution, and they actually did not know about him until partly through the trial. This witness was an inmate with Patrick. He describes that Patrick had given him these letters, 16 different letters to be exact, and some of these were hit lists with names and other stuff on them. Some were very descriptive notes explaining who these people were, what they looked like, where they lived, etc. Some of these were very specific to one individual in particular, and this individual was Crystal Lee. He even described putting a bullet in her head. Along with Crystal Lee, Michelle, Crystal's friend who told the FBI about the phone calls telling Crystal to kill Kelsey, and Cheryl, Kelsey's mother. Seriously, fuck you, dude. Patrick Frazee did not testify in his trial, and the defense actually brought up no witnesses to testify on stand at all. The jury deliberated for just three short hours, and the verdict was that Patrick Frazee was, in fact, guilty of first-degree murder. Patrick was sentenced to life in prison plus 126 years. He will never leave prison, as he should. He should always be there. Thank you. But I digress. Crystal Lee is faced with a maximum sentence of just three years, and I personally personally do believe that Crystal got away with a lot. She could have actually helped Kelsey and she could have saved her life on multiple different instances, but she stayed quiet and compliant with a crazy ass man. And in 2021, Crystal's sentencing of just three years had actually been vacated and she will be resentenced at a later date. Are you kidding me? This case, absolutely breaks my heart, and Kelsey just seemed like such a wonderful person, and her life was so sadly just ripped away from her. Kelsey's remains have never been found, which is just also another heartbreaking factor. Her family has never been able to put their daughter and sister to rest, and that just breaks my heart, but that is the case of Kelsey Barrett. All right, everyone. So that brings today's case to a close. I hated it. That man is just a piece of shit. I cannot deal with people like that. Really just bothers me. And also just Crystal's behavior as well. He could have helped so many times. And I get being scared of somebody, but you gotta try at least, you know? You just gotta try. But I think... That is about it. The only thing that I could remind you to do is to go enter in the giveaway that is on my Instagram and Facebook. It is the announcement also about the spooky special that is the week before Halloween. And I would love to give you a spooky basket. So please go follow and like that post and leave a comment with your favorite Halloween movie to watch during this time of the year. And I think that's about it. I'm going to tell you my socials and then I'm going to let you go. My email is the not so grateful dead pod at gmail.com. My website is the not so grateful com. My Instagram is the not so grateful dead underscore podcast. My TikTok is the not so grateful dead pod. And my Facebook is the not so grateful dead podcast with Grayson Decker. And that is about it. I love you all and I hope you have a wonderful week happy Sunday. Happy football Sunday. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Bye-bye.